Decorating Pages is a podcast dedicated to taking you behind the scenes of the designs of your favorite TV shows and films. Each episode, I'll be sharing design stories from some of Hollywood's most famous sets, interviews from set decorators, production designers, directors, and actors about creating the look of TV and film, about their design inspirations, and stories that take sets from page to screen. Hello, and welcome to Decorating Pages Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Wanup. On this episode, we're going to talk about game show design. And joining us is Assistant Art Director of Wheel of Fortune, Sean Page. Sean has been with the show for 17 years. He is also an interior designer and designs various events throughout the year. We will be talking about the evolution of the iconic set through the years, how the show travels across the country, and what other game shows inspire us. Because who doesn't love game shows? Hello. Wheel of Fortune premiered in 1975, originally called Shopper's Bazaar, and featured a vertical wheel designed by Ed Flesh. When the show changed names, Flesh redesigned the wheel to spin horizontally instead of vertically, meaning to lay the wheel down flat. A design was unlike most game shows of that day, so it was very revolutionary. Today, that wheel has over 200 lights and weighs about 2,400 pounds. Wheel of Fortune ranks the longest-running syndicated game show in the United States, with over 6,000 episodes aired. I mean, that's like that's like five or six puzzles per episode. So it's like 36,000 puzzles. I mean, that's a lot of spins. I worked at Wheel of Fortune for about a year and a half, and I loved it. It was so exciting on tape days. I mean, I had grown up watching Wheel every night at 7.30, and I have very fond memories of me and my grandmother trying to guess the puzzles. Some of the best things I remember about working there was such a great crew, and they had all been there for a really long time, so it was definitely like a family environment. At the time, they had one woman who made up the puzzles and she kept track of all the puzzles. I mean, that was her whole job. She was the puzzle lady. I mean, how fun is that? I got to see what Vanna does between puzzles on commercial breaks, which is mainly go behind the puzzle board and put a jacket on because the stage is freezing. I also think I saw her gobble down a couple boxes of C's candy, but I don't know. I got to spin the wheel and it's damn heavy. But that clicking sound and the anticipation of what you're gonna land on, it's really exhilarating. I also fell asleep on the floor of the wheel where Pat stands because they do the changeover of the set like 4 a.m. and I was not ready for that at the time. I had the privilege of working with Dick Stiles who was the production designer then. He designed the original Hollywood Squares. I mean, talk about another iconic set. It was amazing. He also has, I think, 10 or 15 sculptures that are outside the Television Academy in North Hollywood. He was just an amazing sculptor and he sculpted busts of like Johnny Carson and John, uh, Jim Henson. Um, they're just they're gorgeous. He's such a talented man. I should say that Sean and I are friends and we overlapped working together on wheel for about three months together. I'm sorry that the audio of my voice on this track isn't the greatest, so I'm apologizing. But I'm getting better. It's uh it's coming together, I think. 
am here with Sean Page, who is the assistant art director of Wheel of Fortune, the long-running, awesome game show that has been on for 30 years? 35. 35 years. Yeah, we're in our 35th season. It's so incredible. Just wrapped. It's so incredible. Um, so Sean has been with the show uh, for 17 years mm -hmm. and has uh, worked up in the art department. And so I wanted to get his views on the design of game shows because we don't usually talk about game shows and we don't really think about the design that goes into these sets to make people get excited. So can you take us through the design process of like a theme week of say a best friends week or Christmas or Halloween? How about well, I do get the question a lot from like friends and family and fans and whatnot. Um, like, you know, waiters and stuff and Lyft drivers, but <laughs> whoever talks to me, whoever is willing to speak to me. And, um, I get it from a lot of industry colleagues as well. Um, does your show like ever travel anywhere besides Hawaii or, you know, does your set ever change? And I don't know. That question really irritates me, like, to no end. Because I don't understand, like, I thought you just said you watched the show. Like, how can right. you not see the set? It, it does. I think people think, like, oh, it's Dallas week. You just threw up some Dallas letters or something, like, in the old days. But mm -hmm. you really go there. Oh, yeah. Dallas was actually really amazing. Our production designer had these horses carved out. Oh, and they're, like, miniature... Um, like a western town and it was amazing that set was awesome but i don't know every time we tape we have a totally different set that represents whatever the theme week is and some sets may look familiar from past seasons but each set is designed in such a way that you know it could be redressed or repainted or re-embellished to Right, so it could represent it, multiple themes. It could be used for more than one, one theme week. Yeah. Right. Like Christmas could totally look like Halloween. Right. Well, the same. <laughs> it's like um. You just have to redress it different. Right. Like I think when I was there was like a house. It was like for a, Christmas. Yeah, it was like a yeah. house, and then one, and then one year it was decorated. Our mansion. Yeah, it mm -hmm. was decorated for Christmas, and mm -hmm. then I think the next season it was the Halloween house. Yeah. But it still incorporates the theme, but you have some of the same background elements. Correct. Right. It's a good way to put yeah. it. <laughs> it sounds really good. <laughs> I don't know. In talking about theme weeks, though, I know at the beginning of each season, we receive the schedule, which has all the tape days and theme weeks on it. So our production designer, she goes through and comes up with all the sets that are going to relate to whatever that theme week is. And... It's her crew that helps make whatever her vision is for the sets become a reality. Thankfully, I'm on that crew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some theme weeks require a lot of traveling. Um, we go to a lot of remote shoots or it could be for intros or promos. Um, any kind of content with or without talent, you never know. Mm -hmm. And um, other weeks, we could be shooting prizes with different sponsors and showcasing their showcasing whatever their products are their goods or services so that'd be like if it's san francisco week 
Vanna is in San. You go with Vanna and yeah. try and like say it's like the car or whatever. There could be a car or and, it could be a hotel chain or. And you're whatever you're there for that shoot, which is mm-hmm. shooting the prize with the talent <laughs> mm-hmm. in the city, and you know setting that setting that set for what that that's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know my personal favorite part about shooting on location is shooting at restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so our responsibility is the art department to go in and um, work with the chefs on the menu options. And I like to choose like what looks really good um, mm-hmm. on the plates and what camera is going to show up. And, the styling of it. Yeah, like yeah. color wise. Right. And I don't know. So I like doing that and going over the plating, the overall aesthetics of the restaurant and where the places are going to be placed and all the plates. And um, I like to work on like the background atmosphere and the other tables that you see and what you see besides whatever's on the table. And um, I don't know, I take good pride in representing a a city. But even if it's for a few seconds, it's my responsibility to make those seconds as visually appealing. Well, yeah, you're conveying the the city as much as you are the product when it's special. Like if it's San Francisco week or if Mm -hmm. it's Dallas week, then you're you're really trying to, I guess, almost hit the viewer over the head with, hey, we're here (laughs) or or they're going to be sent here. Yeah, I'm well, yeah. The excitement of that city. I don't know if I would hit them over the head with it, but I hope that they're happily immersed in <laughs> whatever the location is. Even the prettiest of locations can benefit from a little art department zhush. Nice, yeah. <laughs> in speaking for myself, I believe it's what you don't see that makes what I do so special. If you don't see trash cans in the background or, you know, just trash lying around or strollers or worn carpet or dusty window treatments or dead grass, you know, my favorite is utility boxes in the shot. (laughs) And hiding them. (laughs) And hiding them. Yeah. I mean, that's when I know I'm really needed. Yeah. Nothing encourages travel like a fire hydrant in the middle of yeah, the scene. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not attractive. Yeah. I know on location, my best friends are fake silks, realistic astroturf, and a design plan of action. I really hate being underprepared. Mm-hmm. But then again, I don't like to be over-obsessing either. I do in my head, though. Oh, well. Just not usually out loud. Yeah, <laughs> I think, unfortunately, we all do as designers. You just obsess over that one little thing mm-hmm. that no one knows, but you will. You'll notice it. I would notice. Yeah. It's like if a curtain just has the wrong little pleat in it, it mm-hmm. just kills you, in a sense. We should send like a hundred emails out about that, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that wrong pleat. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is your favorite theme week? Do you have one? I really like Halloween. Yeah. Because you get to just like go all out. and But you have to be, do it on the right level of not being too scary. And right. still being like family friendly, of course. Right. Yeah, you can't, you can't be tacky. You can't be tacky or, or, or kitschy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you could still play with a lot of bones and skeletons and blood. Do you have a set budget? I'm sure there is one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sure somebody's keeping track, huh? Do you think? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Always, but I mean, obviously, you're you're under restrictions. Everyone is. Oh yeah. But, yeah. I mean. But yeah. It just amazes me that you know our art department's able to achieve what they have and right. with limitations of budget. I mean, I'm I know every show has issues and um you're probably unaware of it because you don't go over do you know what i mean the one time if you, if you oh guys, if i did yeah I would know. You, you would know i would totally know i do get those calls once well, a week yeah. though yeah there's always there is some sort of budget do you have uh, a favorite puzzle that's ever come up on wheel i did like um my baby buggy one <laughs> that one was hilarious um Oh my god, that's a really hard question. Yeah, I know. There's so many. I mean, even now, like, cause I'll turn it on, mm-hmm. and it's such a rush to like get the puzzle. Yeah. You're like, man, I all these I know these people know it, but it's the the wheel. <laughs> oh no, it's nerve wracking. Yeah. I never know them, and even during rehearsal, sometimes I have to stand and be like a stand-in for lighting, you know, and yeah, cameras and. I'm like, I don't know this at all. And it's the same ones during rehearsal. And I'm like, <laughs> how do I not remember that from like last week yeah. when I stood here? And I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. What what do you think um, the future of Wheel is? Do you think it all goes digital at some point? Do you think it's like a virtual wheel? Do you have any sort of design thoughts of how the show could move on? I don't know. I mean, one part of me is like, I hope it never gets too digital because you would lose so much of that that character. And it's not just nostalgic. It's still modern, even though it has a warm-hearted feel, you know, when you watch it and it's family-oriented. And if you start getting too over-the-top, and virtual i think you're gonna lose a family element which i think is key to the success of the design of the show at least definitely yeah i mean can't just have a palm tree back there and call it a set like you have to really work at everything you do to make it as realistic as possible so well, because uh, there was that changeover at some point from the letter board, mm. from it being like physical letters that would slide in. Yeah, I wish I was there then. I have, I have too. Oh, I love that. I know, I, I, I treasure them. Mm-hmm. But um, and it was, I remember a very long process to change out the letters, mm. and they would put this black curtain up. So that the audience uh-huh. couldn't see mm-hmm. them changing the letters. But, um... I wish I was there then. That would have been really fun. It was... I, th- I guess it was, like, the last... It was, like, the last year. And then mm-hmm. you were there. I mean, it wasn't even... It was, like, one season. It was just gone. Wow. <laughs> Everything happens quickly. Which is but, good. But I wonder, like... If that's something that w- progresses over to the wheel eventually or, you know, I mean, I don't know how far they could take it, but mm-hmm. you're right. You don't want to lose that iconic and and family friendly sort of 
design mm-hmm. that everybody knows. So yeah, I think you're right. Who um, knows? Maybe people will be virtual one day. Yeah, just you know, <laughs> virtual contestants. I'm in like a green screen room right now. This could be my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A lot of a lot of things work on other shows, but I don't know if they all transfer to game show design. And um, I know that there's a lot of game shows that have come and gone that I've watched over the years that have tried to fool the audience with sound effects and lighting and big actions, but there was no show. There's no content. It was just the pizzazz of something happening, but right. there's nothing there. But what is the one now? Because I don't, I don't watch it, but it's like you're like a human gerbil and you're going through all of these like gerbil wheels and then there's like a big, I think it's like a Japan sort of I don't know. Ninja. That sounds really fun. It sounds like... It's a gigantic set and I've seen it. It's up in like Simi Valley. I've seen the set. It's gigantic. Like Wipeout but yeah. with no water? Yeah. I think it's like that. Or maybe it is Wipeout. I don't know. That would be so cool. But it's it's this gigantic set that you're like a you're like a little mouse running through a maze or something. But to I'm me... I'm going to go home and turn my Arlo off. <laughs> <laughs> you're watching but me. But to me... But to me... <laughs> but to me, I don't know what the game... I Like, the game is just... Watching that. somebody be yeah. humiliated on camera. Yeah. Which is great. But I don't know. It's, not... it's like Black Mirror. Oh, I, oh, that's a good game show. That could... Now, let me ask you this. If you could pick a show... And turn it into a game show. What do you think? Could you think of one? I don't know. That's hard. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm i sure you could think of a hundred shows that you could I transform, mean, but would they last? Handmaid's Tale could be a game show. <laughs> I know, but don't you think that would be really sad to watch day after day? Well, yeah. It would be so depressing. Yeah. Because someone's going to die. Yeah, someone's. Someone has to die. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, and, uh, I'm, why, why am I watching it? Uh, <laughs> oh, see, everybody's... Somebody's got to lose an eye here and there. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah. Just be happy. I want some happy shows, you know? There's too much sad on TV. Well, I, I, wanna, I think the throwback... We should be on a train <laughs> and look at the entire country. A train from L.A. to Argentina. As a game? Yeah. You gotta sit on the train? Yeah. And that maybe there's clues or something. Maybe it's like, like the Orient Express. Express. Oh, yeah. Would that be fun? I and think in terms of fun. set design, out the window well, yeah. is what you get to dress. That is fun. Yeah. That'd be really cool. That's a good one. I do. You would like it. Someone I would like gets it. thrown off the train every episode. Then I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I like that some of the old game shows are coming back, like Andy Cohen is doing uh, Love Connection, which I have. Yeah, I, only I loved saw... it in the dating game. I, I love the old one. I yeah. loved Chuck Willary 2 and 2, mm-hmm. but I haven't <laughs> watched I haven't watched this one, and I think it's the set really is, I think it's like they just, they sit there. There's no action like a game right. show, really. But does it turn around? I don't think so. Because remember, they used to have the other person in a screen on, oh, on yeah. Love Connection. But I think the dating game, they had that like screen. It was like a half wall that yeah. kind of moved. They should bring, um, that would be fun to bring back. But I mean, I, mean, I love... I love them. 
Don't get me wrong, but I do have to say I want some new content. Well, yeah, I know. But it's hard. It's hard to get audiences. I mean, everybody's watching Wheel and Jeopardy. Do you know what I mean? Or Price. You're either a daytime yeah. or you're a nighttime sort mm-hmm. of person. I don't even know if the... I, I, I gotta... I don't know what else. I don't know what well, else. Bring back some old ones no, you know and change else? the name. And yeah, but just you know what else is on? Is, fool us. Um, Let's Make a Deal. Wayne Brady's oh, on yeah. that one. Yeah. And they have some cool interchanging sets. Mm-hmm. I think it's more like the like three doors and then they're always right, doing yeah. prizes and, and such. But. Um, I think it's weird when you're handing out like real money. To audience people who are yeah. actually contestants. Yeah, it's it's a little bit hoary. I think. I was gonna say hokey, <laughs> but thank you. I think hoary <laughs> is really what we were both thinking. <laughs> so why not? No, but it's actually really fun. I mean, yeah. If I worked there, I would totally dress up in a different costume every time we take. Well, the best thing is is that they shoot across from Paramount. And so you could see all the people lined <laughs> up all the time. I love it. In these costumes, just waiting to get in as the audience. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I'm not really into that one. But I appreciate it as a game show that it's lasted so long. I think it's cool. Yeah. I like costumes. But yeah, thank you so much for helping me with this <laughs> and coming to talk. Well, thank you. It was fun. <laughs> As you can tell, Sean is really a character, a great friend, and definitely a talented designer. If you want to be kept up to date about our podcast schedule, please visit decoratingpagespodcast.com and subscribe to our newsletter. I'm also blogging. Check out my posts every week on the website. I have interesting articles about interior design and production design on Twitter and Instagram at Decorating Pages. And like me, like me, like me on Facebook. Thank you for joining me. I'm Kim Wanup for Decorating Pages.